And amen. All right, so we've been talking about reflections of realities, just spending some time, because sometimes we, we, uh, we struggle with actually embracing reality in our lives, right? Um, not because we want to, but this, the, the culture is set up for us to live in delusion, confusion, or, again, just not in reality. Uh, we was having Bible study fellowship one of the mornings, and Isaac brought up the, uh, it's a commercial, and the commercial young man's laying down, he has on the uh, virtual reality uh, goggles. And he's like, well, I want to be uh, a Dallas Cowboy. And so it flashes to him playing in a game as if he's the quarterback. Uh, uh, but in reality, he's not playing in the game. He has some goggles on. <laughs> right? Um, and so the interesting thing is... Um, uh, Isaac was saying that we can jump into our own world and lose sight of what's around us. And so, so, so the interesting thing about the goggles, the goggles are not, the goggles make you feel like you're someplace that you're not. So it's almost like we're living, sometimes we can live wearing worldly goggles and lose sight of the reality that God has for us. You know, we can just kind of live and pretend, you know, like, but we're not really embracing the truth, Right. Why y'all get all quiet? Where's my amens? <laughs> look, 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 it's almost like, wait a minute, we talking about this today? Do I have to embrace the truth today? Yes, you got to embrace the truth. All right, so, 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 so we're going to be challenged to, you know, in this particular teaching, because um, we must rise above our adolescent make-believe. You know, like, you know, you kids, you played house, or there was a lot of make-believe, right? right? You see what that is, right? That's not really truth. I just made it truth. You know, you, you pretend. So, I uh, heard of this, uh, uh, this, this guy. I never saw him play, but I heard about him. And, and so, as we were talking about fellowship earlier, you know, when you're around people, you can pick up things. And so... Uh, I might have the name wrong, but you watching out there in New Jersey, I believe it's Cleve Eugene. He's a phenomenal basketball player. And so when I heard about him, they said Cleve would walk on the court and say, hmm, who do I want to be today? I think I want to be Julius Irvin, Dr. J. And he would play like Dr. J. You know, hmm, who do I want to be? And he would just play like that person. So, you know, I'm a young kid and impressionable. So I picked that up, and I would watch certain people and play their game. Like, Bernard King's best season was my best season. Because <laughs> I did what BK did. I did what Bernard. He, he did back-to-back 50s. I, 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 man, I mean, I'm playing in War, West 4th Street and all these places. I'm doing the exact thing. He, he had a wonderful post-up move. I, and I'm shorter, but I had Bernard's post-up move. <laughs> you know, I had it down to a science. I knew how to get in that lane, jump over the top of you, and knock it down, right? I was, and then I heard people telling me stuff, you know, because I used to like uh, uh, Rod Strickland. I liked uh, Maurice Cheeks, uh, different point guards. And somebody would say, I mean, you know, you play just like Maurice Cheeks. You know, you play just like such and such. Now, they didn't, I didn't tell them, give them advanced information. I'm, I'm mimicking. I'm not them people. But I'm mimicking something I see because uh, I'm operating in make-believe. I also didn't have their money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I also wasn't playing against their level of competition. <laughs> I'm in the playground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the unapproved talent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Making believe I'm playing against pros. <laughs> but I wasn't. Uh, y'all laughing at me? You can. You can't, you can't, because you know I'm about to get you, right? <laughs> Y'all still think I'm talking about me, right? <laughs> right? Right. And so, so let's wake up and look inside uh, reality now. All right, let's just take a peek inside reality. All right, let's embrace the free and truth. Well, you should, what, you should know the truth and the truth should what? Right, right. Do you really want to know the truth? I had like a four or five yeses, right? Do you really want to know the truth about why you're stuck in the mud? 
hey, let's do this before I, because I can get caught up. Before I get caught up, you know, you grab your phones and your calendars, right, and take them to Wednesday. And I'm serious right now. Take your, your phone, your, you know, your calendar. Do y'all use your calendars, like, for reminders and stuff? All right, take it to Wednesday, right? Get to 7 o'clock, right? No, no, listen, Sarah, come on. I ain't never did this ever to church, okay? Who, who's, raise your hand if it's already in there. All right, good, good. No, they're already in there. Keep, keep their hands up. All right, Karen, leave your hand up. I said keep them up. All right, so, so you had your hand up, right? <laughs> she said, no, I'm scratching my head. Hold on, hold on, no, 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 I'm not, it's not, nobody get in trouble, if it's already in there? You thought you was, you, you good, well, you fine anyway, because I know you, all right, because I, I will keep my eyes on them, because I, I'm, I'm triangulating to the previous Wednesdays to see if you responded or you was obedient to your calendar. All right, so now, those that have got your calendar, just put a reminder to be at service this Wednesday, right? You know, I know that's a stretch for some people during the week, but you, you, you'll be frustrated. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have to go to work on, on Thursday. Uh, you'll be frustrated for the rest of this year and next year if you miss Wednesday. For real. Right? All right, so, so let's get back to the lesson. <laughs> Y'all think I'm playing. Right, okay, the people that show up Wednesday and you don't show up, they'll tell you what you missed, Okay. All right, so, so all right, so, 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 I've been married to this wonderful lady for 29 years, right? Known each other for 30. October 18th was the 30th year from the day we met at church. Uh, August 21st was the 29th year of our marriage. You know, y'all know the story. Married, engaged in five months. Uh, we married in ten, and so you have you have you have the process of us growing in a relationship. And every year, what happens is we're awakened to more reality. You know, there's things that you know you're in a relationship. This stuff you don't even want to hear. And if a person so much as sniff like they're gonna say it, you're gonna shut them down. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all need me to do some prophecy? I can tell you what happened last night. How about that? So I need some amens. Otherwise, okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There's amen over there. There's amen over there. All right. So, because you know how I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about that until I've mastered it already. Right? But the, but the challenge is if you don't get that truth, you won't even get to a place to master it. Like, you got to deal with the uncomfortability of the truth. You know, like I always say, don't just have them little uh, eight and a half by 11 mirrors in your house. Have a full length, right? Because the full length is the reality. You, we really need like, uh, what do you call it? I don't know what you call it, like a, a 3D. But, well, that's not 3D though, is it? Well, can see, what, what is it when you can see all around yourself? So, so what do they call when you go into the house and you can see... Uh, Panoramic view. There you go. That's what we need. We need panoramic view mirrors, right? Because because really we never really see ourselves. We just sometimes some of us we only see our face, right? Some of y'all you only see your head because that's all you spend time with, right? Right. But we need a panoramic view. See, y'all y'all think that's a bad thing. But when you get a panoramic view, maybe you'll understand why people reacted to you that way. Maybe you understand why people are walking on eggshells anytime they open their mouth to talk to you. You say, how come ain't nobody tell me? Maybe you'll understand why nobody told you. Because the panoramic view will show you. No, we need a panoramic x-ray view. <laughs> right? right? Because it, it'll show you the, the reality that, that you, you like a, 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 what are you, an alligator. You always snapping. <laughs> right, so, but, but you can't see because you don't deal with your teeth, right? The other people do. So, so you're like an alligator going what? Why are you standing over there? Why, why are you out? Why are you out? Come a little closer. Why are you running? Why are you running for me? Come back here, right? 
Because we don't, we're not dealing with reality, right? I'm just, no, no, I'm letting you, I'm letting everybody think, all right? Okay, good. All right, so, so I just want, want us, want us to flow together. So, so, <laughs> uh, my wife mentioned it earlier. She didn't even know I had this in my notes, but we were, t- uh, Ty brought it up when we were talking about fellowship and the importance of the body connecting together. Again, i.e., you want to be here Wednesday. And so Ty said, wow, he says, I realized that because he has a friend that has an amputee. Amputee, you said from the knee down, right? He says, but the guy was telling him that he still feels the leg. He says, sometimes he feels his toe is itching, but there is no toe there. He says, so, 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 so the body was so used to uh, the impact or the effect or flowing with the leg, when the leg was removed, the body still operated as if the leg was still there, but it was missing. Right? It just goes to show you the importance of, 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 of our bodies connecting. So uh, Patricia Collier had shared this a while ago, uh, you know, when I, I was talking about like this, uh, this particular syndrome, but phantom limb syndrome is a, condi- a condition in which patients experience sensations, whether painful or otherwise, in a limb that does not exist. It has been reported to occur in 80 to 100% of amputees and typically has a chronic course uh, often resistant to treatment. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's a phantom limb because it's not there, right? And, and, and so, so sometimes we have a phantom life that ain't there. So, so we're, we're, we're uh, the scripture says, having fear where no fear is, <laughs> right? So we're operating and we're playing off something that's not reality, Right? And, and then when someone tells you, you ever been in a relationship, a phantom relationship? You notice how some people jump in like real quick for some things and some things they don't? All right, phantom relationship, you know, like, like you're, you're, it's not, it's, you're, you're operating as if you have the connection that you don't. Just like the person was operating as if they had the connection to the leg that wasn't there. You're operating as if you have a harmony and a connection that ain't there. Ain't never been there. And it doesn't have to be there because you're compensating for both. Okay, so, so I just use me. So, so I had, uh, so I see perfect, well, used to see perfect, 2020 in this eye and was near side in this eye. The guy said, should have wore a patch over your eye when you was a kid. And you didn't, all right? Told the story before. He says, well, this was when I was in college. He says, well, you might as well just go home. He says, there's, there's nothing I can give you. He says, your body has compensated. He says, so now everything else has heightened itself to compensate for you not being able to really see out of that eye. Now, I have peripheral vision. That's how I used to pass the eye test. Well, at first, before I really knew the rules, I didn't know the peripheral was enough. I used to slip over with this eye, read the left side, memorize it, and then put my head, like I would step back from the machine, okay, got, got all the X, Y, whatever, and then put my head back in the machine and then tell them what the left side said by memory because I couldn't see nothing, no letters. I saw all the colors, but no letters. I saw the blinking light, but no letters. I did it based on memory. Basically, I cheated, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Till I realized the peripheral and stuff was enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know. You know, what I'm saying? I was like, "Well, I need to drive, so I'm gonna have to figure this out." And thank God I had a memory. But anyway, <laughs> in reality, I couldn't see. But I was acting like I could. All right, okay. All right, stay. Just stay with me. Stay with me. So, you, so remember our life of uh, fairy tales, right? You know, you, you, you watch the, you know, the the fairy tale and. And the, and the prince and the, the young lady, they run off and everything's happily ever after. Now, we never really saw the rest of the story, right? So most of us live looking for what? The fairy tale, right? And the, you know it don't work that way, right? You got to get to know each other. You know, so, so they needed to do like, you know, where, you know, on, on a little, little cartoon or something and it was happily ever after. They need to show next week. 
<laughs> you know, like next week, like, like really, you gonna put that over there? Oh, really, you, 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 you ain't gonna introduce me? Oh, so I'm not with you right now. Oh, so what time was you coming home? Was you coming home this week? Well, you need to call me. Like, you, you, is that a gift? Like, is that a real gift that you're giving me? Like, like, am I supposed to be happy with that? See, see, we don't, we, you know, all the little funky attitudes after the butterflies. We need to, we need to like play those out, right? So, so in all, in all reality, we're trying to embrace a fairy tale as opposed to embrace the reality. And guess what? We embrace the reality. It's not a bad thing. We can actually really have fulfilling relationships. We can actually really grow. We can actually stop being desperate. Did I say a name? Anybody hear me say a name? If somebody felt a little pull in them, I'm talking about you out there in TV land, out there in TV land, right? All right, so, so I'm, I'm saying this to say sometimes we're trying, out to live, trying to live out TV and the movies. Not, those are false realities. There's a camera on them. Uh, Terrence said it's a script. You know, they play off a script. Yeah, no, but it's a reality show. Are you serious right now? We need ratings. Like, like we need you arguing. Now, like, imagine if they just sat around and just quoted scripture all day. Would you watch the show? <laughs> Look, some of y'all, well, I don't want to say nothing because I'm a Christian. No, that's not my, the point I'm trying to make. What I'm saying is, what's attracting you to the show? The drama, right? Right? Do you understand the, the producers know that? Do you not think they have conversations? They're not being coached? Hey, listen, listen, you're too accommodating right now, man. I need you to get a little nasty. Get ugly. But we watching this stuff and, and looking at it, it's, it's reality. It's not. We can't live off of that. Like, I have a real person in front of me. I can't train her to conform to what I see on TV and the movies. For those watching TV land, Pastor Mel said it's not going to happen, okay? Make sure you get the whole picture. It's just not going to work. Now, when we got together, since she injected herself into the sermon, when we got together, I did this probably to extremes. So she was like, hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, uh, let's do this. And I, and I, I used to be like, listen, this ain't all my children or, or one life to live. Like, you know, like, I said, go for a walk. I was like, do you know how much time I can waste going for a walk? I could I could have lifted so many weights. I could have ran so many miles. I was like, we, this, this just take a couple hours. And I'm not really getting a full exercise in. A walk? I was like, come on. I was wrong. All right, so for, for y'all that's going to cut that off and just take that home, show that to your spouse. Pastor Keith said, hey, it's like uh, the, all my children. It's like playing out the stories. Or, or we, soap operas, we just call them the stories. Because they were stories. They weren't true. <laughs> so, so, so I said that because I, I felt like somebody was trying to uh, give me a part that I didn't rehearse for. <laughs> see, 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 y'all think I'm talking about me. You ever feel like you're playing a, a part that you didn't rehearse for and then somebody's mad at you because you didn't do your part right? And they didn't give you the advanced script? No, you're supposed to say this. No, you're supposed to do this. Where? Where? Somebody could give me a script, right? And they mad, right? See, that's not reality, right? That's not reality. All right, so, so, uh, do I want to go to that scripture? All right, look, look, let's go to Proverbs 26, because this is reality. You ever feel like craziness is happening around you? And then you ever, like, go to God, like, what's wrong with him for allowing this craziness to happen? You ever do that? Let me, let me get your amens on that one. See how, see how people responded to the first one of what they're going through, but not the second one of how they respond? You see how that works? I just want y'all to pay attention to the reality of going on in this, this church right now. Certain things trigger a response and certain things, I don't know, man. <laughs> 
All right, so let's go. Proverbs 26, verse 2. It says, as the bird by wandering and as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. So the reality is curses have causes. You have to just see what I see, right? This is a reality. Now, person, what you trying to say? I'm cursed. No, what I'm saying is curses have causes. They could be intentional. They could be because of rebellion. They'd be, be because, didn't we talk about this here? Ignorance and that was last week? Was that Sunday? Or I was, yeah, I'm just trying to, yeah. So it could be, what, what we talked about? We talked about ignorance. We talked about uh, neg negligence. And we talked about defiance, right? All right, so, so it could be some, some of those three things that we talked about last week, but the bottom line is the curse has a cause. Now, I could be in denial and go, hey, psh, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody cursed. Ain't nobody this, nobody this. I can do all that or I can find what the cause is, and if the cause happens to be me, I can change. Right? Do you really want to know the cause? Okay, all right. All right, so I'd use me. I like you. I'm put me out here. So when I was in high school, I was, uh, uh, so we, man, I don't know if I want to be that specific. I'll just say some, some young ladies moved in our neighborhood, right? And so everybody wanted to talk to the partic the, these particular young ladies. So I ended up meeting a young lady. Now we're boyfriend and girlfriend. But I noticed she'd be acting weird at times. And I just didn't know why. I had no idea why. And... <laughs> So, and, and I'm, you know, y'all know I could be sarcastic, but I was really sarcastic. Actually, I was insensitively sarcastic back then. And so I'm in college. I write the young lady just on a flute. But the whole thing was like me joking, this, that, and the other, throwing shots. You know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just having fun. So, I, so I'm throwing shots. So I get a letter back. Well, the letter back was her throwing shots, but they weren't shots. They were reality. And so, so one of the comments was, you, you, uh, you with your, 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 your bad breath that, whatever, whatever, whatever it was, it was like, breath was terrible. So when I, when I first read it, I was like, is that a shot? But then I triangulated myself back to one time, we walking by the house. Uh, see, they're walking by the house. So I'd leave the house and come up, we're going to walk to school, right? And so... so so she gives me a, a lifesaver, one, one, one of the peppermint lifesavers. <laughs> then she, like, rolls that thing around, says, now here, take some more. <laughs> right? So the reality is, as, as, as a young man rushing out of the house, ain't got time to brush my teeth, the reality is my breath stink. Right? Taught me a lesson. I be brushing my teeth left and right now. My wife's like, babe, you, 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 you ain't going to bed without getting them, them teeth brushed. <laughs> she, she laughed because she never heard this story, right? See, you see, I just put myself out there like that. Did, did that hurt that bad? Yes, it did. The faces. No, just, it didn't. Because it was reality, right? At a certain point, the reality was, guess what? And, and a lot of people tell you through high school, I couldn't play basketball. I, yeah, we can go. I, I was with grandparents. I had nobody take me. We can make all excuses in the world, but guess what the reality was? I was out there. I was trying, but I could not play. So the reality, so, so, so one thing about Newark, New Jersey, it ain't no, hey, buddy, you're going to be good later. No. Hey, 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 yo, 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 yo. Chris, Chris, come take Keith's place. Man, go and sit down somewhere. After I missed a shot. And if nobody was out there, don't shoot the ball no more. Don't shoot the ball no more. One shot. No, no. You give me another chance. No, 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 because if you lose, you go home. The gym is packed. There is no, well, I'm just waiting for the next game. That may be 10 games. Space on people arguing, pulling out guns and stuff like that. Go home. So nobody could risk Keith in a sorry game not playing well. So now I could quit or I can embrace the reality I ain't got no game. 
So I, so I worked to get game. You understand what I'm saying? But if I was like, man, I can play. I can play like some of y'all. I can sing. I can sing. No, no, no. No, work on your voice. So, so hey, I, guess what? I got cut off the choir for a reason. The choir here at this church right here, we ain't talking back in the day now. We bringing it home for a reason. By my wife out of all people. <laughs> ain't, ain't the church where you got people like, Singing that can't sing, but because of their connections, they're allowed to sing. And then y'all talk about, can't believe she got him up here again and doing a lead. Oh, man. I wish she embraced reality. Ooh. Did you get it? <laughs> All right. So, so we say the curse has causes, right? The curse has causes, but there is an exception sometimes. Uh, you know, the guy that was affirmed and, and the guy said, well, well, what happened to him? Well, this was to the glory of God. That was an exception, not the rule. All the stuff that, that we're going through is not to the glory of God. God will get glory out of it when it works it out for good. But no, it's because we're our disobedience, right? And, and if we don't embrace it, like, do you understand some situation we're dealing with right now was coming? Because God is not our priority? I, or my son was in a situation where he was, my, my son was doing everything we asked him to do. Then he got into compromise. And so we're having a conversation, father and son talk. And he's like, well, dad, I'm still blessed. You know, like with a little swag. I said, son, I don't think you understand. That's the residue of what you was doing before. Oh, but you're about to reap a harvest of what you're doing right now, too, if you don't change. Well, he eventually reaped that because he didn't, he didn't trust what I was saying. See, we're looking around at circumstances and not looking at our choices. God's not mocked whatsoever man so that he shall reap. This is not a put down. This is like we really, this message, Wednesday's message, closing out the year, if we want what God has for us, we'll embrace. Because do we want a real fulfillment in the upcoming year? Or do we want to keep acting like fulfillment? You know, like acting like your position is bigger than it is? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm the uh, chief executive of moving around the uh, industrial cans uh, that they put the industrial waste in at the facilities and... Uh, I'm the guy that's allowed in all the executive offices uh, to take some of their small industrial containers with the industrial waste and transport that into a larger container, uh, moving that uh, to our, uh, our electronic uh, up and down elevator to another industrial area where we send these things off to various countries throughout the world. I'm a janitor, man. <laughs> I pick up trash. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like <laughs> I'm saying that, you know, like, how many times you, somebody asks you what you do and you kind of present it like it's beyond what it really is? I, I probably shouldn't do show of hands on this one, huh? <laughs> Well, what I'm saying is, why don't we embrace the reality? Right? Then why, why, why are you padding your stats? Why? Just stop for a second. Why? Uh, you know, I would have made the team, but see what happened was, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, they got their cousin, uh, you know, Hassan, because Hassan close to Ab, Abdul. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And they all, you know... You know, because they probably all know each other and they from around the way. You know, otherwise I'll be on the team. No, you won't. You can't play. Work on your game. See, see, again, we have all these justified, you know, right now, you know, I was going to try out, you know, you know, I just, you know, you know, in this season with all the things going on in my life, homework, you know, uh, homework, uh, chores, Chore, my bad, it's just one thing I got to do, but homework, chore. I, mean, I ain't really had time. You know, and, 
And I'm not really into sports like that. Stop lying. Work on your game. Right? You know, it's political out here. That's why I can't get these bids. No, that's not the reason. Maybe some favor from God needed, but that ain't the reason. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we got to embrace reality. We good? Right. So the scripture says this in Proverbs 23. This is what happens when we don't embrace reality. And this is what happens when we feed ourselves. Remember when we talked about 1 Corinthians 13, 12, it says now we're looking through a glass darkly or a dim reflection of reality. As a riddle on enigma, it says, but then we'll see face to face. It says, so, so we start out in life because we're born in sin and shaping in this iniquity in this dark world. We conform to the world. It clouds our view of reality. And so we don't flush ourselves with the word of God because the interest of the word bring of light gives understanding to the simple, right? We don't flush ourselves with the word of God. We lose the ability to see clearly, but we deal with people as if we do see clearly. We argue with people as if we have clear, sound vision, but we intoxicate ourselves every day. And we're talking to people like, you don't see. no. Let's embrace reality. Listen, I'm about to say something to you right now. I'm not sure if it's accurate because I'm normally intoxicating my, my view either with uh, some of the uh, delicacies of the world, drinking and smoking, and if I'm not doing that, I'm taking on fear and I'm taking on lust. So there's a chance that what I'm saying might not be accurate, but I just want to put it out here, and maybe we could talk it through. How many people had that conversation? But we talking and arguing as if we see clearly. What are all these blind spots? How do you move forward blind? Not embracing reality. But the Bible says, hey, dim reflection of reality, right? It says, but then face to face. The assumption is you're going to take on some word because that's 1 Corinthians 13, 12. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, it says, when I was a child, spake as a child, understood as a child, thought as a child. When I was a child, I, I, I clouded my vision that was already clouded by being in this world of sin. And, and operated as if I could see. And so my parents was a trip when I was a child. I'm blind, right? Because of youthful, youthful lust, right? I'm blind, but I'm mad at them as if something's wrong with their vision. But it says I'm going to see face to face. I'm maturing now to take in what I don't know, take in what's going to clear up the clouds for lust so I can see, and now I can actually start to see clearly and face to face. If I'm not doing that, well, I, I can't trust nothing I'm seeing. I can be in a relationship that's going to that's crush me because I'm not sure if I saw correctly. Right? I can be not forgiving somebody and be mad at them when the whole time I saw it the wrong way. I can be waiting for someone to be something they'll never be because I can't see. I don't want to know the truth. Okay, all right, good. We, we good? We good? All mine's clear? Proverbs 29. All right, I'm not there yet, but not too far from where I was at. So, so Proverbs 23, I apologize. Proverbs 23. I, I'm just going to read this out of the Amplified. I think, and I'm going to read, start at verse 29. Proverbs 23, starting at verse 29. It says, who has woe? And, you, and woe, you can put uh, depression, frustration, despair, whatever. It says, who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness and dimness of eyes? Those who tarry long at, at the wine, those who go to seek and try mixed wine. It gave you two different types just in case you was confused, right? Right? It says, do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the wine glass, when it goeth down smoothly. It says, at the last, it bites like a serpent, serpent and stings like an adder. Under the influence of wine, your eyes will behold strange things, and, of course, it says in here, loose women. It says, your mind will utter things turned the wrong way. 
untrue, incorrect, and putilent. It says, yes, you will be as unsteady as he who lies down in the midst of the sea and as open to disaster as he who lies upon the top of a mass. You will say, look, this is important. You will say, they struck me, but I was not hurt. They beat me as with a hammer, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake? I will crave and seek more wine again and escape reality. Now, the King James Version says, I got beat down. When I woke up, I said, I'm going to go back again. <laughs> I, reality is, I'm getting abused in these blind choices. But when I wake up, when I come and hear what God has to say, and I go, wow, that's what's going on. <laughs> I'm going go back again. Like, do you understand? Something's wrong with that. Like, we're abusing ourselves. See, see, I just, that's a reality, right? That's a reality when we, no, no, it's not a reality you feel. It's a reality that exists. We're going by how we feel. We're not embracing reality. And this is the thing. Show up Wednesday. This is the thing. You just heard that. And, and the thing is, you've been told. And the thing is, you got to decide what is it going to take for you to wake up and embrace reality. More pain? Let that soak for a while. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I know I love you. All right, so, so this is reality. In reality, look, this is a reality. God doesn't hear the sinner. That's reality. You know, I talk to the Lord all the time. You might be talking to the Lord. That don't mean he's listening to you. Well, I know my God. Your God, maybe, but not the God. In reality, God doesn't hear the prayer of the sinner. Proverbs 66, 8, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. John 9.31, God doesn't hear the prayer of the sinner. That's reality. So if I want to hear God, I got to get out of the presence of sin. If I want God to hear me, the petition, like, you know, I'm in this tough situation, I want to pray to God. Not cloaked in sin. Like you're assuming your prayers got to him. Well, I sent the bird out. <laughs> you're assuming we good? So, so that's why I said in reality, drinking and vices still are true reality. And so that's why I said, how are we confident in our insights and our absolutes? How are we confident? Oh, I know how we confident because we got a check or a position. Do you know how many people with checks and positions? Listen, uh, around the time uh, our church and we all met Deion Sanders, how we met him was he was going through a divorce and it was really messing with him. Now, Deion was playing, Deion was paid. Deion was playing for a world championship baseball team and a NFL Super Bowl team at the same time, flying back and forth to game. And he was a major impact. Around this time, he's going through a divorce. We see the, uh, him balling for the Cowboys. We see him balling for the Cincinnati Reds. He was going through a divorce, and it was affecting him. All his money, all the shine, all the accolades, all the interviews and the press conferences didn't stop him from being depressed and wanting to kill himself. While he was in Cincinnati, he drove his car, a Lamborghini, I, I, you know, I'm sure he has more cars now, but at, the, at, at that, around that time, we went to his house. He had like a 12-car garage, right? He drove a Lamborghini off a cliff. He had money, success, fame. Has, he had more money, more success, and fame than anybody in this room right now. It ain't stopping him from driving his car off a cliff. That's not, it ain't stopping him from having woe and sorrow. See, you see, go back and listen to the message, a money point of view. See, money's telling us stuff is okay. That's not. 
Man, get, man, the Bible says I've given you rich all things to enjoy. Go get money. Go get your money if you want to. But don't use it as a measure to if I'm pleasing God and if I'm going to be fulfilled. It's supposed to be a part of our life, but it, it don't approve. Like, you know, I just spend all this time away from God because I got to do that overtime. I got to get that overtime in. Why am I getting overtime? Because money says it's okay. In reality, the more you stay away from your source of life, you start to die inside. Pull a, fish, pull a fish out of water and just throw it on the deck. It's going gonna, it's gonna to slap around for a while, but you know what's going to happen eventually? It's going to die. You took it from its life source. Oh, go get that beautiful uh, plant that you see and dig it out of the ground. And let it just ride around in your car for a few weeks. It's, it's going to look pretty for a good little while. If that thing doesn't get planted, it's going to die. Take your life and uproot you out of the presence of God. Go ahead, hang out, have fun. Do all the things that's popular, right? The whole time you dying inside. That's reality. And the thing is, I can say the accommodating messages, but the accommodators are smoothing over the fantasies and the, the delusions and the fairy tales. A man of gospel to give you the truth, reality. It's all about a, God has to be real to us, but he can't be real to us if we can't see him. And we can't see him if we're clouded. So we're play religion. Very few people has, have ever operated in faith at all. Very few people have believed God for something that's outside of the scene, something impossible. You know why? Because God ain't real. You know why God's not real? Because we're conformed and clouded. That's not, listen, listen. If anybody been around here a long time, you know I love you. Obviously, if I'm talking about this, I got to love you because it definitely ain't self-serving. Right? You don't get a whole lot of uh, people taking you to dinner after these type of messages. <laughs> nah, bro, you go get something to eat yourself, you know. Now nah, we good. We good. <laughs> yeah, you go outside, everybody gone. Anderson's, <laughs> can I go? <laughs> just, uh, I'm just kidding. All right, so, 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 <laughs> so has make believe told us poisons don't impair our vision? We're special. I can take on these poisons and I'll be just fine. And I've got justifiable reasons to take on the poisons because, hey, I'm going through something. I don't need God to, when I'm thirsty, to quench my thirst. I'll just soothe myself over here. And, and because of what I'm going through, it makes it okay. That was sarcastic, but it was real. What's telling you it's okay to be blind? What is the Write it down to this week. Write down all the philosophies you have to justify things you know God's not pleased with. Now, and oh, don't bring in no, 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 stay in reality, right? Don't be adding in, you know, no, uh, well, you know, this, this ain't no sin. This ain't, man, stop. Listen, when I gave my life to the Lord and I got serious, when the, when the, the, the presence of God fell on me like honey, I was walking down the street. You know, after living in a, being in a living relationship for six years, when that presence fell on me, I said, God, I'm so sorry. I will never let nothing come between me and you. The next statement was, I'm not having sex till I get married. I ain't even know scriptures about flea fornication. Y'all know these things. I, I, I didn't grow up in church in a family. I, I, if I didn't go to church, I would have been okay with my family at the time. And maybe even... In some cases now. <laughs> Y'all need to stop. There's my cousins back there. It's like, well, <laughs> well. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but I knew having sex outside of marriage wasn't right. <laughs> I just keep doing that. I, I just want y'all to feel what I feel. Like, you know, we talk about be quiet before the Lord. Be quiet before the people, boy. You can hear What's, what's running through people's minds? I showed up for this one today. Somebody need to give me advance notice. Give me some script of what y'all going to talk about. All right, so look, 
2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, casting out all imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ Jesus, right? In reality, we don't want to have uh, these, these philosophies in our mind that are being exalted above God's reality. Okay, so now, okay, so now, we, now so, so, so one, I'm, I'm a seer and I'm a discerner, right? And we'll get into what a seer is if we have time on Wednesday, right? And so, so honestly, I'm, I, most of y'all know me by now, so I'll just be saying stuff. I can sit in a room and tell you what's going on in people's lives. Not because I'm sweet. The Holy Spirit just be downloading stuff. Like, I'd be sitting around. So I just, like, I go to restaurants and stuff. I just have my headphones on listening to worship. At the gym, I'm listening to worship. Because, you know, like in the movie Superman, I don't really need to be knowing what everybody's going through. You know, right? But what I'm, I'm saying that to say is I can pick up. Yeah, but, man, like, I've, I've been trying. This is not, you're going to hell. This is not that. This is, hey, wake up or you're going to hell. <laughs> There's a difference, right? Isn't there a difference? Because we still got an option to change, right, with the, with the second one. With the first one, oh, no, see you later. Woo, getting hot, ain't it? <laughs> right, no, no, it's not that. It's not that. Like, like. We all have to embrace different things at different levels, and if not now, when? Lou, Lou, Lou taught, what was it? Uh, the time is now, right? That was yesterday where Guy talked. The time is now. All right, so if, if you feel any, like, pull, it's Lou's fault. I have nothing to do with this. He taught that message. Time is now, right? Um, with this scripture, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, uh, one of the times we was talking about this, uh, you know, in all of our environments, it's time for exchange. People come up to the mic or Bible study fellowship. People chime in. So one of the times, Minister Lamar chimed in, and he says, I, I get this scripture. He said, it's building a pattern of thinking that exalts itself against the word of God. So we're building a pattern of thinking that we're going to resurrect above what the word says. A philosophy. Because think about it. Only Listen, some of us are not just cold people. Only way we would do something that's not godly is we have to come up with a reason, right? Now, reasons were never even a consideration until the Garden of Eden. In the Garden of Eden, they, they were told not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That tree, once they ate of the tree, evil was an option, right? So once they ate of the tree, now if evil is an option, now I'm going to reason if I'm going to be obedient to God. Before they ate of the tree, it was all good. God said, I do. Now they ate of the tree, now they reason, right? And then if you keep, if, 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 you know, the wrong thought or behavior comes in your head that you shouldn't do, instead of casting down that imagination as a high thing that's trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, I keep thinking on it, right? Now, now I'm trying to think on it, but, but I'm, I'm a Christian. So I've taken on the mind of Christ, Philippians 2.5, right? So how can I think on something that's exalting itself against the knowledge of God? I have to come up with more reasons. We call those strongholds. They're strongly holding in a thought that's against the knowledge of God. Now, if that thought stays in your mind long enough, you act on it. Right? You see what I'm saying? So, so I don't, I don't want to act on it. I'm not necessarily wrong because it was introduced to my mind. I'm wrong when I meditate on it long enough where now I start to act on it. Then I have to come up with reasons or justifiable excuses to do something that's against God's will. So I have to train myself. Cast down that thought in Jesus' name. Cast down that imagination in Jesus' name. Ooh, cast that down. Whoa, that almost got me there. I cast that down. As opposed to allowing it and excusing it with reasons. Okay? Right? Or, or what we call strongholds, right? So the, so the interesting thing, since that place in the garden, God's been asking, where art thou ever since? You're not living in my reality. Where are you? 
Remember, uh, in the last days, I cast all demons, I healed the sick, raised the dead. He said, depart from me, you worker of inequity. That's how you operate. You, you worker of delusion. You liver of fantasy. Depart from me, I do not know you. Because you haven't lived in reality since I gave you my design. Right? So, so this is the thing. This is another reality. In reality, obedience doesn't wear you down. Compliance does. See, 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 obedience to God fuels you. It keeps you closer and closer to your design. But keeping up with everybody else is what wears you down. Conformity and compliance is what wears us down. Not obedience. Obedience empowers us. Obedience... Uh, uh, sheds weight, compliance and conformity adds weight. That's, that's the reality. And the thing is, in reality, the commandments aren't grievous, the things that God asks you to do. In reality, everything that's lined up in the Bible is not difficult. You're already using the energy to keep up with everybody else. You can shut all that down and keep up with God. I, I, look, if my eye be single, the whole body is full of light. But, but we're working to keep... Like, you ever, uh, when you was a kid, I'm, you know, I take it back to a kid, just let some people off the hook. So, if, when you was a kid, you do something wrong and you, you try to hide it for a long time. And, but there's always a situation that will come up where you may have to come up with another lie you know, like, you know, or another excuse. And then you know how you relax sometimes and you forget about the lies that you told. And now you're in a situation where you relax and you start to tell the story. And then they go, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, just, just two months ago you said this. Yeah, you ever, you know, as I said, when you was a kid, right? Right, yeah, well, well, well living a life outside of God it has the same feel to it. You know what I mean? Like you keep coming up with stuff and then you, sometimes you forget what you come up with and you find yourself in the, the, the position of embracing reality. But you need jerk and come up with a reason to get out of it, to escape reality. If you knew better, anytime you recognize reality, you run to it, not from it. If you, if, you, if, you, if you really knew better, you wouldn't do things daily that may be comfortable and soothing, but diminish or dim your reality. See, that's why in, in, in culture, many people can get away with not being obedient with God if they just keep, is that right? Is that wrong? Is that right? Is that wrong? Is this hurting anybody? Well, let's, let's look at reality here. If you're not what God designed, is that hurting anybody? See, see, we, we're looking at, I ain't punched nobody in the face. I ain't shoot nobody. I ain't killed nobody. I haven't robbed nobody. I haven't raped nobody. As if they were, those were options. Now, think about it. Like, our standard of if right or wrong is, coming up with all the crazy things people have done to say, I don't do them. You were supposed to be doing them? And you're doing us a favor that you, you didn't shoot us? Was that the goal this week? Man, I got through this week, man. Miss Lamar. Whoo, man, I, I, I was about to take out at least seven folk, man. And I went through the whole week. I ain't take nobody out. I'm a good Christian. No, am I living out my design? Is that my measure? Am I all like what God designed me to be? Is that my measure? Am I afraid to be in uncomfortable situations? Am I afraid to be on stage, a platform? So I create my own because now if, I, if I'm on a platform, I have to go through the accountable and the pre preparation to actually do it the right way. So, so, so I'll become a Facebook superstar. And just reality, come back, come back, come back. Don't leave, don't leave, come back. 
What, you want the truth or you want me to make up stuff? Okay. We just can't be living on likes. I, I have people close to me. Tons of thousands of likes. And now I ask one question. That's why I love some of my family members because they embrace the truth. I said, let me ask you something. I said, now how does that translate into income? You know what? Never looked at it from that angle. And then I said this. I wouldn't say this to y'all, but I said, yeah, I'm trying to, this is family. I said, I said, I don't have as many likes as you. I said, but I got more income than you. <laughs> so is it likes or results? Boy, everybody trying to press into the presence of God today, huh? <laughs> Quiet in your spirit to hear from God, <laughs> right? All right, so, so God's been asking, where art thou? Why? We have to be honest about where we're at to get where we're going. That's why God, where are you? We go to God in prayer, Lord, Lord. Lord say, oh, stop. Before you open your mouth, where are you? Well, God, God, oh, Father, stop. If God can say it, he, I'm going to say it. God wouldn't talk to you this way. Shut up. Where are you? Be quiet. Where are you? Yeah, and I'm not going to explain. Need no explanation. Where are you? Because if you are not honest about where you are, this conversation is a waste. Actually, what you're asking me to do and what you think you need is a waste. Because you're speaking from a place that you're not at. And you're asking for direction from a place that you're not at. So you're not going to get where you ultimately need to go because you're giving me false information. Call me up, ask how to get to my house. You're at the church, but you, you're telling me you're at home. I give you the directions from your house. You ain't getting there. You got to tell me where you're at. Current location. So God's saying, where are you? The word is a lamp unto your feet and light unto your path. Shows you where you're at. So you can get where you're going. So I'm embracing the word so I can be so I can find out where I really am. See, we've 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 been flushed into a world of isolation, independence, no fellowship or connection. That's dangerous. Right? Because you won't discover where you at. Somebody gonna tell you where, where you really at. Can I be honest with you, man? Like, uh, you've been flexing your arms in the mirror for, I don't know, the last year or so. You ain't got no arms. You're doing the same, same curls with the same amount of weight for the last three years. You're not stretching your muscles at all. So could you stop flexing? Because you're embarrassing yourself. They don't want to tell you. But you ain't got no arms. Let me be real. You ain't got no chest. You ain't got no, like, there's another way you can learn how to work out. I was hurt my shoulder for the longest. And when I used to play ball, if I shot with my elbow out, it would hurt. I had to shoot with my elbow in so my shoulder wouldn't hurt. And I just tolerated this for years. It wasn't because of basketball. It's because of lifting. I was lifting with my elbows out. So when I'm benching, I'm, 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 uh, Engaging my shoulders. That's not big back, big bench. That's not how I'm supposed to do it. You see what I'm saying? So I'd be learning stuff, right? I'm doing it the wrong way. Somebody told me I had to embrace you out. Matter of fact, the guy walked over. He walked, I was lifting. First, I asked him about lifting. Then one day, and then the next day, he just walked over. He said, Man, can I help you for a second? He said, Man, uh, he said, with all that strength, you ain't lift, you can lift more than you lifted. He said, you're just doing it the wrong way. Would you, he said, I'm not trying to like uh, preach. What can I help you? And he just showed me stuff. And, and so you know, I thought I was doing good. I got back up to like 300. You know what I'm saying? Man, that dude had me lifting like 330, something crazy. Like I'm like, I was like, you did that. You know, because, you know, somebody spotting you. I was like, you did that. He said, no, nah, man, I ain't do it. He said, you just did it right. Right? 
Do you want to do it right? Or you want to keep doing it your way and keep dealing with the weight and the frustrations of not doing it God's way, right? All right, so, so, so once you find out where you are, God will guide you from there. So man has been in denial, losing sight, therefore losing the value of God ever since sin. See, some of us aren't even inquiring of the God because we don't think we need the, we, we need the guide. I'm sorry, inquiring of the guide, which is God. We don't think we need it because we're leaning to our own understanding. But once we, we cross over into denial and delusion, we got our own little things of how we're going to grow in God as opposed to God's way of growing in God. So this is the thing. We find ourselves questioning God versus embracing his truth like Cain. All Cain had to do was embrace the truth. You didn't give your best, so you don't get the best results. He got, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> drunk, all, drunk all my water. He got offended when all he had to do, thank you, sweetie. He got offended when all he had to do was embrace the truth. All right, so well, let's end here, okay? That's Genesis 4, 3 through 7, right? I'm not even going to go through it, but I'll, we'll, we'll end with this. The blind would rather remove the standard and those that represent it rather than achieve it. Listen, the blind would, would rather remove the standard, or we could say, or pretend it's not there, Right? and remove those that represent the standard or pretend they're not there than to embrace the standard and achieve it. The blind is all, are always trying to get around reality as opposed to embrace reality. And they have these lines. Don't get mad. Just tell me like it is. Listen, do you know you keep saying that and people don't want to tell you like it is because you keep getting offended? See, I'm the type of person, you know, I, I just give it to me straight. <clears throat> really. So why you keep getting offended then? So, so you should say, give it to me straight. Now, keep in mind, when you give it to me straight, I'm going to snap your head off. But I would rather you tell me straight, snap your head off, than you not tell me at all. Maybe you should say that. <clears throat> but stop saying, <clears throat> stop saying you're the type of person you want to be. Start embracing the person that you actually are. And then let God grow us from there. I have to do this every day. Like, like why y'all think, y'all, I got to step up in the word. I got to step up in prayer. I got to do that. Look at the demand. Look at all these great people watching and here. Like, man, I got to, like, keep. Listen, I used to have, like, days where I can, you know, think about the word. Like, and then I had my, my, my all-day Saturday in my study, and I had my, my, my Wednesday all-day in the study. Man, like, I'm, I'm, that's every day at this point because the demand is, is, is ridiculous. And we already know I'm not spending all day in the study. I'm here at 7 o'clock on Saturday. You know, sometimes I don't leave here at the 3 with all the things going on. But what I'm saying is I got to embrace reality, too. Hey, you know what the reality is? Because I hadn't stayed locked in and it's something that I've really never done, I haven't broke through and published the book yet. That's reality. So, you know, <clears throat> so when my time with God, God was like, okay, let's not play. You've taught this, now do it. Touch your dream every day. So I've just been on it. Like, I mean, I, mean I, I, I pretty much completed the draft, but, you know, have to go back through, make sure my eyes have edited a certain way. I have to give it to my lovely wife and do some other things with it. Then I just got to get it done. I have to, you know, uh, create websites, stuff like that. But what I'm saying is that's just reality. I, listen, this particular book, there's some others in, in waiting, but this particular book I started in Ohio. And we've been here for 12 years. I don't know. It might be close to 
maybe close to 20 years. Like, that's a long time sitting on something. And then I'll, and, and I'll be talking to people now, and I'm like, man, I need to get this book out because what I'm talking about is in the book. You know what I'm saying? Like, even what we're talking about now, reality, there's a, there's a um, embracing reality section in the book. Right? Mistaken identity in the book. Right? There's, 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 you know, there's a lot of things. But so if I don't embrace that reality, I don't challenge myself to be diligent. I, I mean, I, listen, I got to do the graphics. I got to I gotta study. Well, we got this coming up. Well, we got a plan for this. Well, we, we fixing stuff at the church. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That still shouldn't stop the book. You see what I'm saying? Like, but these are the things I have told myself. Well, I got to get this done. Well, I got to. Well, it's always something to do. I'm always trying to get ahead. And I can use all my getting ahead not to finish the book. Y'all think I'm just talking about the book? See, I just put myself out there. But her book is now just playing. I was, <laughs> hers is a lot smaller than mine. I was. <laughs> I finished hers already. <laughs> she said 21 pages. All right, you understand what I'm saying? So, so, so let's, let's, let's not uh, try to get around the standards. You know, let's, let's finish this breakthrough year strong. So, so, and don't wait till January. Start now. Pick up a momentum and, and, and almost overtake the new year versus wait on the new year. Stay focused. Yeah, just you stay focused. Just and listen to what they told you to do. Should have been done it. Yeah, stop playing around. All right, let's stand on our feet. <laughs>